Hello, and welcome to the Notary Business Talk, the podcast dedicated to sharing ideas, strategies, and techniques to help grow your business and improve your life. And now, with more than two decades of notary business experience, your host, Abraham Zamora, the notary entrepreneur. Well, hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Notary Business Talk. My name is Abraham Zamora, and I am the notary entrepreneur. And in this episode, we're going to talk about five tips for marketing your notary services to your customers. Recently, I've been reading a book called The Ultimate Sales Machine by Chet Holmes. This is a book that I've read over at least over 10 years ago. It was published in 2008, and it's still classic. It's known as one of the top 10 business marketing books of all time. Unfortunately, Chet has already passed away, but his legacy remains. I think his daughter continues the company that he once founded. And so ultimately, it's a great book and definitely, definitely recommend it. I came across a, an article from the National Notary Association titled Five Tips for Marketing Your Notary Services. This was published back in August of 2018 by a guy named David Thun. And I thought it was really interesting because it kind of goes along with what I am currently reading. So I wanted to share with you guys these five tips, give you some insights of how I think I would apply these five tips. And hopefully you guys take away from this episode new insights on how to approach your marketing in terms of exposure to customers, particularly on a day-to-day basis. And let me just emphasize from the get-go that whenever you start a business, especially if you guys are brand new, it's important to realize that building a successful business takes time. Oftentimes, we, particularly those who have never had a business before, have this sort of instant gratification mentality and aren't really aware of sort of the the, the time and the process that it takes to build a successful business. And I don't say this in a, in a bad way, but I think what happens is when, one, when the expectations aren't set up properly when you begin a business, it can be very easy to get discouraged when things don't go the way you want them right away. It doesn't happen immediately. And then you get discouraged without realizing that it's a process. And what you do today may not come to fruition your efforts may not you might not see the results of those efforts until a month later a year later in some cases two three years later in my from my personal experience so but it's doing the simple things it's doing the little things like i'm about to share with you right now on a consistent daily basis that over time will compound and bring you results in your business. And because most successful businesses have done this and have shown that they are successful, those who aren't taking their business very seriously, you will never have to worry about them as a competitor because you are doing what successful businesses do and the other other notaries, other competitors are not. So let's get into this here. Uh, <clears throat> okay, so the first... The first tip in this article, and it says here, it says, one, it never hurts to let people know that you're a notary. And I'm going to actually read this and then I'll comment on it. 
Are you attending a holiday party? Mention that you're a notary. Take your ki- taking your kids to soccer practice. Let people know you're a notary. While you may not get the business right away, like I mentioned earlier, people will remember you later. And if they know you are avail- available and conveniently located, they will call you in the future when they need it. Now, again, this makes sense. As notaries, we help people when they need something. And having something notarized is typically not something that people will need in the moment when they meet you the first time. But later on, from a document from their retirement company, uh, work-related stuff, at times they will need that. And most people, (laughs) most people don't even really know what a notary is or does, much less actually know of a notary personally. So, This is a great strategy. Now, let me explain how I would introduce myself as a notary to somebody. I clearly would not just go up to someone and just say, hey, guess what? I'm a notary. Yeah, I just had, I mean, there's really a a methodology of networking with people. And if you've ever read the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, it's important to build rapport with people. And the way you do that is to be genuinely interested in them. And by nature, I've always been this way. So this has been very easy for me. But if you're not used to doing it, doing this, it's, it's a very simple way of doing it. When you meet somebody, you want to ask them questions about them and be genuinely interested in them and listen to them. And some of the questions you may want to ask is, um, you know, if you're at a soccer practice, hey, uh, you know, your kid goes here. Great. Uh, so what do you do for work? I think is a great way of starting a conversation for people. Or you do live in the area? You know, those type of questions. After a few of those questions, particularly the what do you do for work? How do you like it? How long have you been doing that? People will tend to reciprocate and ask you the same question. It's the law of reciprocity. And For those of you who aren't familiar with the law of reciprocity, it states that if you do something to somebody, they will tend to to reciprocate, will tend to reciprocate and do back onto you. So, for example, if you give someone a a smile, what do you think they're going to give you in return? They're probably going to smile right back. For those of you who are dating and looking for, you know, looking for a a romantic partner, a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend, try that. Try smiling at, at people that you that find attractive, and they're probably going to smile right back. If you're in a bad mood and you feel like punching someone in the face, guess what is likely to happen in return? They're probably going to punch you right back. So law of reciprocity says if you do unto someone, they're, sort of, they're going to reciprocate what, whatever you did to them. And if you're genuinely interested in people and you ask them what they do for work, they will, generally speaking, ask you in return, what do you do for work? And at that point, you will let them know that you are a notary. Uh, This is a good example with me in my my life and in my career is uh, going to work out, right? I I do CrossFit. I do CrossFit about five days a week and typically around the same time. And I see the same people. And I do this all the time. I genuinely ask people about them and kind of get to know them. And they've asked me the same question. I've let them know I'm a notary. They find that super interesting. And then a month or two or a year later, I'll get a call or, or they'll hit me up on Instagram. Uh, hey, you know, are you available for a notary? Sure. Some of these have called me back multiple times. We're friends. We work out together. We have a relationship. 
And now they refer other people. And this is how you slowly begin, but consistently begin to build your clients, your customers over time. All right. Tip number two, always carry marketing materials with you. Ask permission to leave flyers at popular venues in your area, such as coffee houses or restaurants. Some notaries even provide pens and wear t-shirts and hats with their business name and logo. Any materials should include your name and contact information, information such as phone number, uh, a phone number and email, include your hours of availability, areas you travel to, or additional services you offer, like if you do apostilles, if you do wedding ceremonies, that sort of thing. And this is good advice. Ultimately, I think the crucial minimum, if you're going to have anything with you, is have a business card. And if you're going to have a business card, make sure your photo is on that business card. It will make you more memorable in the eyes of future potential clients. Anything else you do have with you, whether it's pens or or pins or hats or, you know, any kind of little goodies that you want to give out to people, I have no problem with that. I think that is a good idea. However, I will tell you that if you want to maximize your impact with pens and those sort of things, you definitely want to make sure you give those out to people where you've made at least some sort of connection with them, where you've had a chance to get to know them, or they can associate that pen or that goodie or that whatever it is you have, flyer or something, where they can associate that with you if, if at all possible. So that when they see it, they can remember it was you who gave it to them. Uh, I think it has a huge... Uh, uh, a larger impact on your marketing strategy, but even just a simple business card to hand it over to someone, let them know who you are. And again, if you are practicing what I mentioned in the first tip here, where you're genuinely interested in people and asking them about them, they will associate you with, with that business card, especially if it has your picture and they will remember you. And I think that is the best way to sort of create marketing material that sticks and that's memorable. Okay, so tip number three, it says, come up with personal branding. Again, I'm going to read the article here and sort of give you my my input on it. It says, you want people to to remember you when they need a notary. When starting a business, when starting your business, brand your advertising with a unique image, name, or model. For example, and they give an example of this lady here who's in Texas. And I guess she used the state flag as her logo as when it came to her business cards and her T-shirts. And, and that, that helped sort of people remember who she was every time they saw that, that state flag or the star and the flag in Texas. It was the notary with the, state, with the, with the star or the state flag. And I, I think this is a great idea, by the way. And, and I... And I ref- I think you should go beyond just, you know, like credit, like business cards, but whether it's a website, whether it's an, uh, uh, a domain name, whether it's, you know, your social media presence, to have a consistent brand is, is very important. And I think the biggest thing is the name of your business and the image that you choose to use for your image. So, one of the things that I'd like to do and like to recommend to notaries who reach out to me is because most of us, 
we'll do this business from a geographically centered area. It's 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 a good idea to sort of associate yourself with that area. And I think a lot of us know that certain geographical areas, certain clusters of cities have like nicknames, right? Have a, you know, you, 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 a, a way of identifying a cluster of cities. I'll give you an example. So out here in Southern California, a lot of Riverside and San Bernardino County is known as the Inland Empire. And so when you, when you say in the Inland Empire, you people are familiar with what you're talking about. So I think a great business name for a notary out here would be, you know, in short, we use IE, short for Inland Empire. So IE notary would be a great example of how you could brand yourself with a clever name. It almost rhymes, doesn't it? And at the same time, let people know sort of geographically what areas you cover, especially if you're a mobile notary. Another example, I remember a couple years back, uh, we went to St. George, Utah. And if you've ever been to St. George, you'll notice that it's very distinct. It's very unique. Everything, all the rocks and the mountains are red. And in fact, as a result of the sort of this, this natural beauty, they're known as Red Rock County. I don't know if that's the name of the county, but Red Rock is sort of what they're, uh, what they're known for. A great notary business name for that area might be Red Rock Notary. And the image could be that uh, uh, just a, a formation of a red rock that's maybe popular or famous in that area. Just to kind of give you guys some ideas or some examples of the kind of branding, the kind of images that you can use in your marketing efforts when you brand yourself. And this, and, the, and this is what you'll use consistently throughout all your marketing, which sort of leads into the next tip here, which is tip number four. Use the web and social media as a means of marketing. So I'm going to read this here. It says online platforms like Facebook, Yelp, or a personal website can be a great way to get your name out to customers. People search for notary services online more than any other way. And I would agree with this. I think the most searched term on Google is for notaries is notary near me. So having an online presence is huge. It is essential to make sure that people find out about you. Another thing to sort of consider when you're using uh, the web and social media is online reviews. So here on this article, it says online reviews are one of the most important criteria customers use when choosing a business. And that's true, isn't it? I mean, if you ever buy something on Amazon or if you ever are going to are, are, are looking for some kind of service, if somebody has a, a five-star review and some other business or product has a two-star review, I mean, that is going to have a huge impact on the decision that people are going to make when using a specific product or not. And I know for, for myself that is a huge motivating factor. And why is that? Well, psychologically, it's known as the law of social proof. And the law of social proof says that when in doubt, when we're not sure how to proceed in any given situation in life, we will look to others 
to find out what the correct answer is. So a, a funny example would be if there's a, a, a natural disaster or let's just say there's a, a volcano that's erupting and you're figuring out, you know, where, or, or some sort of danger and, and there's a commotion and, and people, you're trying to figure out where this threat is coming from. And if you see people running to the left, that's probably a good indication that you should also go left. So it's built in as a defense mechanism when we're not sure of some information or some decision we have to make. And so reviews play into that psychological part of human nature that when we're not sure how to choose something, in this case, a notary service, right? Or if you're buying a product online, looking to others through social proof or as social proof is a way for us to help make a decision. So online reviews are huge. Continuing with the article, and the more positive the reviews you receive, the more likely you are to show up online as searches because, again, Google will consider you more relevant. The higher you rank on your reviews, Google wants to make sure they give the best search results for their clients because that's the business that they're in, right? One of the tips I can give you with social media marketing in Facebook is what's called education-based marketing. And that's what I'm learning from the ultimate sales machine that Chet Holmes wrote. And the idea is to add value to your clients through education. So there's two ways of promoting your business. You can talk about the features of your business. You know, I worked with, you know, you could say something like, so a feature, a feature way of marketing your business is, uh, I'm a mobile notary. I work seven days a week. I have, you know, a 24-7 on-call notary. And you're just now promoting the features of your business as opposed to value marketing. By value, I mean now the language you're using is referring to the value that people will obtain from using you, your product, your service over some other competitors. And again, it's it's identifying the value. So for example, instead of saying I'm a 24-7 notary, you can talk about how if you're in a jam and you need a last-minute notary, you I will conveniently come to you so that you can make sure you get your document signed. And now you're talking about a benefit which is convenience, which is coming to me, which is, you know, on call, right? Or some people need to get certain kind of documents notarized. Now, again, you don't want to give legal advice. We're not allowed to give legal advice, which means we can't tell people this is the kind of document you need for whatever your situation is. But if someone needs to have some kind of document notarized, a power of attorney or one of the, you know one of those documents where the the one of the spouses isn't available so the other spouse needs to get a document notarized so they can get a passport for their child why not create a video that talks a little bit about again in general terms right not giving legal advice but generally sort of maybe highlighting or explaining 
how a document of, of a specific document is signed and notarized just to give some nice general education for the people who are going to be needing a certain document notarized creating a quick little two three minute video saying hey you know this is abraham from my company and i want to talk to you guys about how you can get a doc how to get a passport document authorization notarized if one of the parents isn't available to be present when you're trying to get a passport for your kid. The document you'll need from in most cases is this document. Typically, this is how it gets notarized. You know, obviously talk to whoever you need to talk to about this. But if you need help notarizing this and you're in a crunch or you you it's a last minute thing, I'm available. I'm on mobile notary and I'll come to you. Have any questions? Call me. Here's my number, right? And you post that on your Facebook business page. Now, you don't distribute that, okay? You have friends and family who are subscribed to your business Facebook page. And what you have them do is we've all seen these Facebook groups where the buy, sell, trade groups that are locally, geographically located in specific areas You'll want your friends and family to take that video, that little personal, small, educational-based marketing video, and distribute these to these local buy, sell, trade Facebook group pages that allow you to do that. Now, it's not you doing it. It's other people sharing that. What that will do is it'll create exposure. It'll give people great information. It'll set you up. As an authority, as a professional, as someone who's knowledgeable because you're talking about something that is technical, something they don't know about. And if they're in a position where they actually need that, you, you will come across as a professional that they want to work with. And at the same time, you're providing them value as opposed to just trying to sell your, your service. That bodes well with, with customers because they feel you're trying to help them with nothing Nothing in return, right? No exchange of anything at this point. You're just giving them good, valuable advice. That's one of the many ways I think one can effectively market themselves on social media platforms like, for example, Facebook. So I'll leave you with that one for now. Later on, I might come up with some other ones that I may sort of give you guys some tips on. And tip number five is to always follow up with your customers. And I'll read this part here, and I got a few things to say about this particular point. It says here, make sure to send a message or a card to customers and let them know you appreciate their business. Don't be afraid to ask for feedback or suggestions or how to improve your services. Remember to send cards at, at the holidays. Showing you care about your customers will help ensure they come back to you with more notary assignments. This is a great tip. I think follow-up, by the way, is for most businesses, the one area that they don't focus enough on. They say it takes ten, six times more work and effort to try and get a new client to do business with you than it is to have an existing client buy from you to do business with you, which means if you already have a, a client who's notarized documents with you, it is six times cheaper 
to continue to have them come back to you than to go out and find new clients. But some people are very focused on just getting new clients and don't really take the time or make the effort to focus on their existing clients. Clients that if you did a good job for will continue to use you gladly because you've already built rapport with them. They like and trust you, assuming you've done the prior steps correctly. And so follow-up is huge. And I think some of the ways you can follow up is by by doing what this what this article states. And so let's talk about messages, right? So a message would be, for me, as simple as a text message. After you do a notary signing, if, you, if it's a general notary work or a loan signing, I think it would be nice to immediately send them within the hour a text message saying, you know, it was, it was great meeting you guys. Thank you for the opportunity to work with you guys. I hope I was able to add tons of value to you. And I hope to, you know, hope we can stay in touch or hope we can continue doing business together. Even better would be to send them a thank you card. And handwritten, of course, is the absolute best. I know for some people that might be too time consuming. I know for me it was. And so I use a service called Send Out Cards. Uh, you can ha- use your own handwriting. You can add a signature, but it's all done online. Uh, you can add gifts and pictures, which I think are pretty, pretty, which is pretty neat. Uh, if you want more information on that, you can go to sendoutcards.com forward slash online demo, and they'll let you send out a free card so you can try their system out. Uh, it's who I use when I send out uh, greeting cards and thank you cards. It says here, also let them know about your appreciation writing. Feedback. So don't be afraid to ask for, for feedback. I typically do this after I'm done closing uh, a signing or uh, not necessarily, actually more with individual general notary work that I get on my own. And I'll ask people simply, what did you think of the service? You know, is there any suggestions or, or, or tips you can give me? And they'll usually say, no, everything is great or whatever. And then I'll usually ask them, by the way, how did you find out about me? And, I, and th- that's, this is a good question I think you should always be asking your clients who, who find you for general notary work specifically. For one, you want to know what's working in terms of marketing. You want to find out how people are finding you. Now, one of the cool things about Google now, and I, I, I think it's a feature you have to sign up for, but when I get a, Google, a call from someone who found me on Google, it'll say from Google right before you, right, right when you answer the phone. So, you know, it's coming from Google, but uh, sometimes people will just copy your number down. And so it won't always tell you that. So it's always good to ask them where they found you from just for your own research. But there's a second benefit to doing that. If they say they found you on Google, I typically use that as an opportunity to get feedback, i.e., to get a review. And the way you do this is once they tell you, oh, they found you online on Google, I this is how I say it. I say, oh, could you show me uh, how you did that? Or can you show me where I show up? Can you show me what that looks like? Can you show me on your phone? And they'll be like, oh, yeah, it's already on there or it's typically saved on there uh, through memory. And they'll go and they'll show it and be like, yeah, here, here's where you were at. Here's where I found you. And I'll, and I'll you know, sort of lean over to look at the phone and be like, oh, that's great. I'm glad that's working. Uh, but by the way, since you're already on there, would you mind helping me out with a, with a review? It'll take you about 30 seconds and it would really help me out. Most people, I would say 100% of them have said yes. 
nine out of ten of them will do it right there and then. And then right after I, right after they say yes, I'll usually say, do you know how to get to that part where you leave a review? And they'll be like, oh, well, uh, and I'll say before they even really finish answering or whatever they do, I'll say, well, here, let me show you how. And I'll toggle over to where it says review. I'll click reviews and I'll say, here you go. And I'll hand, I'll hand the phone over to them or sort of turn it back over to them when it has the blank five stars. And I'll typically say, now, if you want to leave me a nice review, just know that the five stars is on the right-hand side. Some people will do the, on, uh, the they'll think it's on the left-hand side and they'll only give me one star. And they'll usually laugh and be like, oh, okay, on the right side. They'll click on the right side. They'll give me the five stars. They'll typically write something nice there. And at that point, I, I, I stay quiet. Once they push the fifth star, I will just sit there quietly and wait for them to fill out the review. And they, they will typically wait. And it might seem a little uncomfortable to just sit there in silence while they write the review. But if you're just patient for a few seconds and you let them finish that review, they will write that review on the spot. Now, if they'll, the one out of 10 will usually say, oh, okay, I'll, well, I'll finish this a little later. And if that's the case, that's fine. You leave, you walk away, you thank them for their time, and uh, you go to your next appointment. Send them a little message through through, uh, through your text messaging, or better yet, send them a thank you card, and uh, and then and then keep them in your database, right? So if you don't have a contact manager, a CRM as they call it, I would recommend you get one. And actually, let's see. I wonder if I have one that I can recommend that's actually free for your first 250 clients. And I love this. After that, it's only like 18 bucks a month, I think. And this one is called, yeah, it's called CapsuleCRM.com. Is the, is the CRM that I use. I love it. It's simple. It's to the point. And think about this, guys. We have their IDs. We have their address. I always make sure that that's their current address when I ask them. Uh, when I ask them uh, about their information on their ID card and you have their name, there's no reason why you can't mail a, 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 a heartfelt thank you card to the, to these customers of yours. And at the very least at once a year, send them at least one holiday card, whether it's uh, during Christmas time or Thanksgiving, just to let them know you appreciate their business. If they forgot about you, or if they lost your business card, you just now gave them an opportunity to remember who you are again have your contact information again. I think it's very, very valuable. And it, it's going to cost you what? I think on send out cards, it's like $250 a card with postage or something like that. And if you want to go a step further, now this is like this is gonna this is like mind-blowing marketing stuff, right? But this is the stuff that a successful business will do. And you talk about a couple of dollar investments on this stuff and a little bit of time. This that will turn into thousands and thousands of dollars in return and profits is to go even a step further. So I'll give you another story here. One of my big clients that gives me repeat business is a nursing home. And there's a, um, I don't know what you would call her, I guess the, the manager of the nursing home, the director. Yeah, I think it's the director. And anytime a family member needs something notarized from some somebody that's in the nursing home, this director, nursing home director, will give them my name and number to go out there and help them with their notary needs. Now, let me just mention, I am, and I know this, at least I'm pretty confident, that I am, if not the most expensive, one of the most expensive notaries in my area because I'm strictly travel, so I charge for travel and I charge quite a bit. 
Yet she sends out all these clients to me. And I don't know if she knows I'm the most expensive, but that doesn't matter. But I think the reason for that is, for one, we have a great relationship. Every time I go in there, I'll chit-chat with her and ask her about her life. I know how many kids she has. I know that her, her husband recently passed away. And I, and I know everything about her because oh, I told you, I'm genuinely interested in people. And I always ask about them. The next, and, and, and here's what I do, right? I, anytime I grab something down from them, I have a Google Docs on my phone where I type in information about that person or, yeah, and then what I do, I, then I go home and I type it into my CRM, my contact relationship manager. So I have a running tally of everything I know about those people. Every month, I get anywhere from $500 to $1,000 a month in business from her recommending me to her clients. Every month, I send her a thank you card. And attached to that thank you card is a box of brownies. There's two brownies per box that comes with the card. Now, I don't actually buy the brownies. I mean, send out cards has the ability to attach a gift to your cards. So I use their service. But, I mean, those brownies are like five, seven bucks. And the card is like two, three dollars. I mean, total with shipping, I think I end up spending like $15 for this. And as a result, I've kept this. I mean, I've had her as a client for like 10 years now. And every month it's like five to, to $500 to $1,000 every month. I mean, do you, wouldn't you guys agree that is a good investment to spend 15, 20 bucks a month showing gratitude and buying her a little treat in exchange for all the business she gives me? I mean, it's huge. And to think that some people may not do that to me just blows my mind. But this is kind of what... I want you to start thinking of when it comes to marketing and growing, growing your business. So uh, showing that you care. So finalizing here, showing you care about your customers will help ensure they come back to you with more notary assignments. Absolutely. This is what I just illustrated in my story. And uh, I think it's, it's the best way. Ultimately, at the end of the day, if you want to win in this marketing sales environment, people have to be able to like and trust you. You need to build rapport with them. They need to make sure that you are an expert in your field and that they can trust you and they can trust your judgment. They can trust on counting on you whenever they need a notary. And if you do that, if you couldn't become this authority and they like you and they like you because you're nice, because you know about them, because you take a genuine interest in their life, and they know anytime they're going to get either an email or a text message or a card or a phone call from you, they're going to be happy to hear from you because you've already set up that kind of relationship with them. You will be unstoppable. You will have no competition in your way. Nobody will be able to touch you. You will dominate your market as a notary and have a successful, successful career like I have had for the last 20 years. And it goes down just to doing the basic, everyday, simple marketing techniques that get people to like and trust you. And as a result, grow your business, grow your brand, and ultimately grow your profits. Well, guys, that brings us to the end of this episode. I hope you guys found it engaging, entertaining, and educational. And until next time, stay productive. Take care.
We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Notary Business Talk. To learn more about becoming a notary entrepreneur or to find out how Abraham can help you achieve your business goals, visit notarybusinesstalk.com.